Big Al, Teddy Barra, and Liver Lips McGrawl, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV. And that's Jen Diz. Howdy, folks! Join us in this toe-tapping world of the Country Bear Jamboree. From heartbreaking ballads to hillbilly hilarity, it's a bear-filled podcast hoedown! Yeehaw, twas inevitable that we'd be doing a Country Bears episode. <laughs> yes, I did my Live at Five on Friday and I was asking some opinions and it kind of came out 50-50 if we should do an episode about Country Bears or if we should do an episode about weird Disney and other theme park attractions, which I have on my list to do. Oh, that's um, always a good one. Yeah, but I decided to go with Country Bears because I just started to feel the feels with everybody experienced their final day which is this last friday at walt disney world not a final day final day of the country bears as we've known it since 2012 so dumb 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 (laughs) no but you know what this is a podcast for other fans so we have to talk about it because there's a lot of fan chatter about it but i'm already saying dumb because and you you want me to kind of you know be devil's advocate today i think it's dumb that it's suddenly being called like this final performance it was it was never dubbed as that it was like oh they're gonna be learning some new songs and blah blah blah. and now everyone's treating it like this walt disney 1955 ride it's not even from there is closing down and it's the end of the world that's how at least that's how my my uh my algorithm (laughs) if that makes sense is feeding it to me and i'm just like what is going on because i'm excited for uh new songs so I was on board with you and I'm on board with the others. Not too much. I'm kind of in, I'm floating in the middle. I, right now, I think that anytime they're willing to put time and money into keeping something that we know and love, I will take it because otherwise you're going to yeah. get rid of it. Right. That's a good like, point. Let's just be real. So I'd rather have the country bears in some new format than no country bears at all. So that's And when the way they put I'm... new money into it, that means this refresh will probably last a long time. So you get it. You get to see the bears. Maybe for a long they just yeah. close down two brand new shows that they open in Disney World, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> like not even a year into them. So you never know. But um, I, you know. I, I was excited at first, and then I started really thinking about the fact that they're just going to be singing Disney songs, and I kind of got a little grossed out, like, crap, like, it's going to just turn into this, like, nighttime firework show version of Country Bears, which I don't really want. I want it to be its own thing and feel like its own thing instead of just another extension of Disney we already know, you know? So that part, yeah. I'm really sad about losing. That's fair, because they've done that. By example, those like the Epcot shows and the, exactly. Castle, the new Castle shows. But what I remember from when they announced it, it seemed cool because they got like actual real jazz musicians, bluegrass players. They're doing their twists on the songs and the characters mm-hmm. are still doing their thing in between. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. I just, 
I think it'll keep me awake if I could sing along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) And that's the thing. And that's actually a really good point that you bring up. That's what bothers me about it is that it's just going to be another uh, familiarity thing, which is kind of easy. And like, I don't love everything to be so easy. I like it to be like, that's what creates fandoms and cult favorites is like things that you like love as its own unique separate thing and it's not going to really be that as much anymore or it might be well Well, that's what i I also think is always part of the argument with us disney fans and when we have something that we love is ain't nobody there until the last day the last week the reason why they have to do that is because nobody's going in you throw in some frozen music now you're going to get people in the theater and out of my way when i'm trying to walk around <laughs> fantasy land frontier land <laughs> so they need like a people eater and it wasn't doing the job so it's like was it really that beloved was there somebody who always went every single time probably but not enough to fill all the seats every time so that's who t- went on like country from bears a- and you went somewhere else Right. But like from <laughs> operations, it's like uh, those six people, they'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I have to say, um, to stand up for Country Bears, every time I go on it in Disney World, there's a crowd. It's maybe not every single seat filled, but it's like probably 75% of the theater. And I was always surprised by it. I was like, oh, like people still like Country Bears. Okay. And then I hear people saying like, oh, they're only in here because it's hot. Or they're only yeah. in here because... <laughs> Like all the other everything else down. is long. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know where it truly sits. I don't go to Disney World enough to to explain that. Um, I've been a Country Bears fan forever. I remember I was really sad when it left Disneyland. Um, it's kind of like a family staple for me. I have a big uh, like me and my dad used to go there all the time when I was little. Um, however, it moved so long ago to Disney World that it helped me like separate from enough to not be one of those crazy fans that you're reading about. I probably would be that if <laughs> yeah. it was in Disneyland still, right? Well, like, here's what I tell you. Half it's the what makes it worse is that I believe you are a fan. I think what I get annoyed is I don't believe those people are. Oh, all the, well, there's always those, right? right? Like, so that, yeah, that's the caveat. I'm it's like, I, fe- I feel that. for the people who love it. It's when it's like, oversaturated and i'm like well, i don't know what these did these people even go on it did they even know it was at disneyland og which is such a good point you brought up disneyland family it this this show reminds me of being a young young like 12 and my older sister loving it and we always had to go on it and i was like no i don't want it i was like a little kid i didn't want it <laughs> and so it kind of reminds me of that i guess and the disneyland version is the one that even with being a bratty kid, like that, I think, holds a place in my heart. And it's I always forget it's not there or when I go back there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not here. It's just the restaurant. So I do miss the Disneyland one for some yeah. reason. For some reason. It was also kind of nice because it was like tucked away where there wasn't anything to do. Yeah. So it was kind of this nice surprise. Like, oh, there's this show. And it was like a – it's like warm environment, right? Like the colors. It's like very yeah. saturated colors. And like – it just feels like a, a warm, cozy place to be. It and really so, like, felt like you went to that, like, discovering that is quite log nice. cabin moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they back then, to too, in the 90s, especially, uh, at least when I was going to it, not that it was built in the 90s, but I, I loved all that stuff back then. Chuck E. Cheese, Showbiz yeah. Pizza. Yeah, very true. Like, and animatronics, like old school real ones, they are still so impressive, even though they feel like... Um, kind of choppy now that we've seen the new ones. There's just something 
cute and charming about it. Or scary if it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Wait, I have to ask you, what was your very first job? First job? Me? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) My very first job was uh, putting putting stickers on mugs or screen printing mugs that said Hayton Ashbury for this shop in San Francisco (laughs) that sold those souvenir mugs. But we made them in Fremont. So weird and random. Oh, weird. (laughs) Okay. I thought it was Chuck E. Cheese. That's why I asked. Oh, no. It was my first job. And I was like, wait, do we share that in common that it was our first job? That's a good first job to have. Yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it's very, yeah. A very Disney Holic first job for someone. Disney Holic, right? our generation, eighties, nineties type of thing. Yeah, it was so exciting. It was like brand new. They're opening a Chuck E. Cheese. We're like, heck yeah! We like weren't far enough out of our like childhood to like think it's real dumb. It like was still kind of exciting, but we didn't really want to admit it. And now we're working there, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a tangent. But uh, yes, nonetheless, it is uh, wrapping up at Walt Disney World for its current version, but it's going to be reopening at the end of summer or sometime this summer, they said. So we don't even have too long for it to recover. We're assuming we might get some costume changes. Um, In 2012, when they did the refurb, they changed a lot of their fur. Like we've got new color fur and stuff. So who knows if we're going to get all that or not. Um, But we're thinking there's definitely going to be new music. Uh, I love it. I, you know what? If if we really lean into the way they're trying to market this, Disney, not the fans, <laughs> Disney, it's really like they're going coming back on another tour. You know, like when U2 comes back or yes. the, these huge bands and they have a new set list and new look. Uh, I also just recently went on the Madonna tour, so I'm thinking about that. Like these people are so famous and well-known. They come back and everybody's just like so happy but you're like go with them on this ride so i'm wondering what it's going to be like yeah hopefully it feels what about the voices yeah so that's one thing that's pretty sad i will be losing a few um of the voices i think i mean i don't truly know so pete renaday a big fan of him i've had him um come out and do some speaking for us at uh like a haunted mansion event i hosted and whatnot with with uh, jeff bam of doombuggies.com and like he's a legend to us, right? And he is Henry, so he's the MC of the entire show. Oh. But he still has an amazing voice. I don't know if they're gonna get him to redo anything or what. So we'll have to see. Um, right now on the Disney Parks blog, it says the upcoming show is taking a fresh take, quote, fresh take on Disney tunes with various country music genres. So they're gonna kind of keep that vibe of country, but they're going to include all different types of country, including bluegrass, pop country, which I want to kill myself, pop country. Sorry if anybody's fan. Bluegrass. That don't impress me much. (laughs) Americana, (laughs) rockabilly, and more. So it could be great. It could go wrong. We will have to see. I do have to say Imagineers have been kind of blowing things out of the water recently, which is just like Every time we get nervous and they come through with some like really cool thing and there's lots of tributes and like it's done really tastefully. So I have faith. I have faith. I just kind of like realized the excitement I had about Disney music has faded completely. Like I don't want any tunes that we already know. I want it to be new <laughs> things. It's an, it's an original show, right? Country Bears was an original show. So like that part is kind of sad, but. I 
think it would be so good if they brought something familiar back, like the guy you mentioned with like a o- little bit older, scruffier voice as if like the bears age. <laughs> yeah, oh. they're, they're, they're on their reunion tour or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. And that just proves that, you know, when someone is on those big reunion tours, you want to hear their hits. So they should at least mix in some of the non-offensive are there any non-offensive songs and they should mix them in there or maybe you know like you said trust the imagineers maybe there'll be like tons of easter eggs that are like punny lyrics of disney songs we know yeah they have all that banter in between yeah i I feel it's gonna be full of that and i'm really i hope so i hope like i hope they make fun of the disney songs not in a bad way but they make it entertaining in a in a different way right country bears way and the other thing is, I've been watching those videos of everyone at the finale, and it's the crowd participation is, I think, what people like the most. So right. hopefully that stays somehow, because I do think, oh, I have a little bit of FOMO seeing it with a crowd of people who are like hooting and hollering and stuff like that, versus when I've gone and it's just like a nap area. <laughs> When's the last time you went on it, do you think? Probably... A couple years, a year or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I always have a good experience when I go for some reason. Like it is like that. Or not everybody, but a lot of people are clapping at least. Like a lot of clapping in there. Oh, probably um, yeah. Like regular show stuff, but not yeah. Not the like Avengers style end game theater, which is what I was oh. hearing in the finale of Country yeah, Bears, of like course. this yeah, final week. And that seems fun. So like, yeah. how do we keep the energy all the time, every show? Oh my God, can't, <laughs> impossible. <laughs> that would be cool though. We're also um, the some of the only people who actually do the fun daisy dance. Or maybe it's just me. In Mickey daisy and Minnie's dance. Runaway Railway, where you have to do the- Oh, I hate that part conga. of it. the worst part of the whole- Every time you got to bring the energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, it is infectious, though, sometimes, right? When other people start clapping, you'll automatically start clapping. You don't even know what's going on half the time. People <laughs> yeah. will join in. So they got to have a cheerleader like you in every ride. There you go. Plant. All of the they parks. should plant it. Yes, plant it. What a fun job. Yeah, seriously. Oh, God, I'd probably be so <laughs> annoyed if people plant. don't join me, though. I'd be like, come on, I'm being <laughs> What and three and what and three. You'd eventually, like, be able to not ever feel rejected again. Like, you'd get numb to yeah. it. <laughs> That's kind of nice. I wouldn't mind that. It is quite nice, actually. Okay. Good results out of bad results. I love it. Um, So they did say that, like Disney straight up said that they are going to be keeping one song from the original. So that's cool. Um, Don't know what song it'll be yet. They did not disclose that. What is the only song probably that pops in your head for Country Bears? Is the... It's the... It's hard because I've been like reading a lot about it lately. But the one that I always oh. think of is the, the one who lets me down thing. I could hear it all the oh, time okay. in my head. The 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 man. What? How does it go? Do you know that? Lyric? All the guys that turn me on, turn, turn me down. Me down. <laughs> I remember that being the first one where I like kind of stood up at some point watching like, this at the point of the first times. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what are they saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. The first one that pops in my head is Blood on the Saddle, which is, <laughs> I think, one probably the biggest moments with Big Al with his uh, badly tuned guitar. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see which one they're going to keep, and I'm I'm excited for that. I hope they it's could one keep. That we all know be they fun. could keep Blood on the Saddle and then just bring on um, Turning Red cast. 
walk in at the same time. Just be like, it's an educational moment. But look, it's always been there. (laughs) It's been there for decades, this educational moment. And it snuck by for decades. Um, Another change that they're going to have, or I guess that wasn't a change. That's actually the opposite. But a change they're going to have is they're announcing that they are changing Liverlips McGrawl to be named Romeo McGrawl. Do you know, is Liverlips like a bad term? Do you know? Have you seen that pop up in your studies? Yes. It is? Yeah. Is it racist? What is it? It's pretty racist. Is it? Oh, dang them. This whole time it's been like that? Okay. So Romeo McGraw, good move. I love it. Okay. <laughs> it was just such a weird name that I never I never knew it had any bad, like anything bad to go with it. And so I just thought it was like this funny, weird name for this funny, weird bear, right? They all are funny, weird bears, but so, okay. Educational moment. There it is. We were just talking about <laughs> There it is. There it is. So let's get into the history of the country bears real quick. Um, so just to go through the dates, it opened first in Walt Disney World on opening day, October 1st of 1971 in Frontierland. Um, then it opened in Disneyland on March 4th of 1972. So not too long after. Um, in bear country, they actually named the whole, like they created a new land around country bears. That's how popular it was in Disney World. They pulled it over to Disneyland and named a whole area called Bear Country, which is now Critter Country, because they added Splash Mountain, and it's not just bears anymore. So they and perhaps we'll get erased yet again. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I think New so. Orleans I think Bayou so. area or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Featuring um, Winnie the Pooh and friends. And then it also opened up over in Tokyo on April fifteenth of nineteen eighty-three in Westernland. So. It's kind of like had its little world tour also as we we're talking about them going on tour. Oh, I like that. But the original idea of Country Bears actually came in to fruition when they were looking at purchasing a ski resort called Mineral King. And this is in the Sequoia National Forest here in California. And Walt Disney, we could do a whole episode on that on its own. We did a lot of that before, actually, when we're talking about how to ski. Do you remember when we're talking yeah. about these? <laughs> So Mineral King was a whole thing. It was going to be this big ski resort. Um, And in 1965, they won the bid. Um, They put away $35 million and they're going to create this self-contained year-round mountain ski resort, including hotels and restaurants and ski lifts and the whole thing. Um, And they had plenty of daytime activities planned like hiking, skiing, et cetera. But they realized they're missing something at nighttime. Like there's nothing to do at night at this resort. And what are they missing? That Disney touch, right? Disney touch. It's a Walt Disney Resort. They still have to have some kind of Disney touch to it. So Walt brought in Disney legend Mark Davis, who most of you know, he's a Disney legend. um, And he's instrumental in developing attractions like the Enchanted Tiki Room, the Jungle Cruise, Carousel Progress. He also was working on while Walt was still around, but they didn't open until after his passing. But Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. So he was very much a storyboard creator and um, a fun uh, caricature type of um, visionary, right? So he was like, all right, what can we make? Let's do something with bears because it's in the woods, right? In it's the like woods. a forest. <laughs> so let's do something with bears. And then he was thinking like, maybe we could do some kind of bear parade, uh, maybe a marching band. 
and he even thought up having a bear mariachi band. Weird. Mariachi? Why did I say that? Mariachi? Mariachi. It all, they both sound wrong. A bear mariachi band. That would be super, super, super weird. So I'm glad yeah. they didn't go with that. <laughs> like in the middle of the American forest or something? Right. Yeah. Like, where are you going to have a marching band? All these things, like a parade and a marching band, where are they going to put that? I guess down the main strip up there? I don't know. It's very weird. Um, but they decided, like, why don't we add a dinner show to our restaurant at the resort? So they had a beautiful restaurant, um, and they were going to add this bear animatronic show to that. So that's how the birth of Country Bears came about. And there's a great story that in the end of 1966, um, Mark Davis had built out the storyboards for Country Bear Jamboree, and he brought Walt in to take a look at him. And he noted that Walt was like laughing hysterically, reading through the storyboards. He was loving it. Um, and then when he left the room, he said bye to Mark Davis. And that would be the last time Mark Davis saw Walt Disney. Whoa. He did pass away that December of 1966. And so they officially named the Country Bear Jamboree Walt's Last Laugh. Whoops. <laughs> It's so sad. That's sad. Oh, it's so sad, Walt's but it's so last sweet. Laughed. So now, sweet. was the music different, the one that Walt heard? Oh, I don't even know if they got as far to get me. It was oh. just storyboards at that time. I don't know. He may have seen lyrics. He didn't notate that. Um, but he was watching. He was, like, looking at the story of the show for sure. Oh. Um, and then at the end of 1966, uh, oh, I already said that. Sorry, Walt's passing. Um and then they, after his passing, they ran into a lot of issues with launching the Mineral King Resort. Um, lots of legal red tape, long story short. So they moved the idea for Country Bears because Walt loved it so much over to Walt Disney World since it was opening not that much later and they were already working on the plans for it. They found a place in Frontierland for Country Bear Jamboree. So that's how we got it over in Disney I'm World. I'm surprised that, that to this day they still haven't built a resort like that in the because they're they're right now like on the coasts and the sunny vacation spots. But right. that could, that would have been fun. That would have actually made me fun. go like not for the skiing, but to hang out on the resort, yeah, yeah. play in the snow, have a hot cocoa, Just like Alani, like see I'm the country bears. Beach, but I want to hang out yeah. in Alani. <laughs> and a restaurant version that sounds fun too. Like. Um, What's his face? Our friend in Tomorrowland. Oh, what's his name? Cosmic Rewind. Oh, in Disney World. Yes. Uh, No, not Cosmic Rays. Sunny Eclipse. (laughs) Sunny Eclipse. Yeah, I'm imagining something like that at the ski resort with the Country Bears, but like in this beautiful lodge. I'm going to be real honest here. I have had little to no interest in going to Alani. I know I just said Alani. Oh, Alani. <laughs> no, no. Well, we went from, I'm bringing up something separate. We went but from the snow if, to the tropics. If they had something like this at Alani, I would be a lot more interested. Hello? They have the Country Bear Luau. That's the only place to see the Country Bears. First of all. After this closes. You're such a liar. <laughs> I guess already fake. But it doesn't have to be Country go. Bears. It's just like some kind of I know. unique show. I know. Other than just, I think all they have really is characters, right? At, at they have Alani. characters. They have what the Polynesian used to have. The Luau. The Luau, the luau, luau yeah. Um, but I would say there's nothing that has mm, 
don't make me say it, the Disney touch that you were saying was missing yeah, from yeah. Mineral King Resort. It could use something like that. But I've never done a full stay there. So I don't know. I don't know what else they have. But I'd imagine we would have heard of it if it was something pretty cool. I would be way more interested in going if they had something like that, for sure. So I can see how this could be a great pull for somewhere like the Mineral King. So yeah. cheers Snow to Snow families and just some people want to have some fun. Some people want to ski. Come on, Disney. Come on, yes. Disney. Build Come on, it. Disney. Build it um, another open. thing I forgot to mention is that Thurl Ravenscroft was also voicing in uh, Country Bear Jamboree. So that's another Disney legend that's like, oh, my God, we're going to probably lose that, too, because I assume they have to re-voice everyone, right? Um, anyway, some things to think about, but we'll see how the new one goes. Well, um, the, so the new voices are like, isn't it supposed to be like Chris Pratt and um, I'm really no. bad at my trickery today. No, no. I'm just saying that's what would happen. It would make everybody mad. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, it's like when they did that new pop singer did all the music for wish. Right. It's like one yes. of those moments. Like, please don't do that. Yeah. It, it wasn't, <laughs> it didn't fit well. Doesn't fit. Um, but what was I going to mention to you? I don't know. It's just, it's exciting and scary at the same time. So we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. We'll have to give it up to them. It's not like we have any control anyway. <laughs> be excited for the, it in the meantime. The music, is that available? Like on a record somewhere? I feel like that would be yeah, a nice collectible, sure. like a vinyl or something. Yeah, I have a couple of Country Bear Jamboree records already. So they're Ooh, definitely on go. vinyl. Um, I mean, vinyl was like the only, like, in the actual time when during it that yeah. time yeah, when it opened um they've had a lot of uh changes throughout the years to the soundtrack and the dialogue and stuff because mostly because of pc reasons so <laughs> if you get sense. the older records you can find the more original ones and then as they go through the years they'll, they'll change up a bit but yeah definitely get them on record you can get them on cd i believe and i think even spotify has like a ah, that's where I need it. Somewhere I could pull it up real quick and yeah. listen to it. If you want that old feeling. Who are the Country Bears anyway? Who are they anyway? So that's a good question because you're thinking about them right now. They are currently out of work, right? Like they were working hard, keeping that theater alive all these years. And now they kind of have nothing to do until the whole thing is renovated and opened up later. Um, so I figured, why don't we learn who these characters are and maybe give them a summer job? So first up we have is Henry. He is the master of ceremonies for the show. Um, Henry is. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, Henry is the one that you said is the guy that's still alive. The actor, voice actor. Pete Renaday. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he's a welcoming, friendly brown bear. He wears a gray top hat, a starched shirt, and a string tie. So one of those ones with the little like. Oh, Whatever I that like is. that. Not a clip, but like a emblem or something. I don't know how to I like a bolero it. tie. There's like a, a Mexican version that's really nice. Oh, it's like where the two strings pull through. Is that similar? Yeah, a lot of cowboys, okay. westerns. Yes, yeah. yeah, totally western. Um, in some parts of the show, he plays a yellow guitar and it is implied that he and Teddy Barra have some sort of backstage romance. Ooh. Oh. Um, also, he is a famous football player who entered the show business. So this is his backstory. Oh, that's okay. I didn't know that either. Right? Henry is formerly with the Goose Greek Bruins. 
And one day he tried a hidden ball play and Henry hid the ball. So he, so, so well, he, he couldn't find it. This hastened its transfer to music. What the heck? Hmm. <laughs> for trouble, for a while, he also had trouble finding a melody. <laughs> Henry. Henry. Uh, Liverlips McGraw, now known as Romeo McGraw. Romeo. Uh, he's the bear that plays a guitar and he has a messy head of hair. You know, it's like kind of like oh. rushed forward and it's like big and gray and very cute. Um, he's a homebody who is never home at the same time. His career has spanned the <laughs> What does that world. even mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is his backstory. I'm trying to figure out what that means. I guess it's like you, no matter where you are, you just like to chill and like relax. Yeah. You don't need to do like anything. Kind of make everywhere you're home. I like maybe that. He, maybe I he's feel... that guy that like helps himself to your fridge when he comes over. Ooh, like, that Dude. I don't like. <laughs> Well, it depends who it is. But I think I'm going to start using that when people ask me, like, to describe myself. I'm a homebody that doesn't like to stay home. Yeah, like, actually, I like to be a perfect example right? of that. On a yeah. cruise ship, put me in a hotel, put me in Vegas. I'll be a homebody there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it work. Oh, my God. This is so funny. It's literally Cute. you. Like, when we go to Disney World, you're like, you can just go. Yeah, I just want to I'm just going to stay in the hotel room. Pretend I live here. <laughs> homebody who's never home. I love it. It's a good one. So his career spanned from or in the entertainment world and he is a famous radio vj or dj whatever you oh, want to say at the time okay yep and he did tv nightclubs and the circus oh. his roadie growl has captivated audiences everywhere and he played return engagements in such famous towns as paris in kentucky rome in tennessee berlin in wisconsin and athens in georgia hilarious this is I funny. love it. But his heart is always at home where the Miami Sarah, what? Serenader. Oh my God, I can't read today. Wait, there's even more. There's a Cairo in Illinois? <laughs> yeah, Cairo in Illinois. That's and so a weird. Stuttgart in Arkansas. <laughs> Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Stuttgart in Arkansas. Wow. Um. So yeah. So Okay. I have a further appreciation for Romeo... Oh, it's so hard to not say it. Romeo L.L. McGraw. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That is he like supposed to be like Elvishish, or is that a different one? Like He, he was... has a whole Elvis. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, impersonator. That description role. was giving me uh, the King vibes. Yes, yep. Uh, next up we have Wendell. And Wendell is a hyperactive golden bear. So he's got that lighter oh. golden uh, look to him. And plays the mandolin. So Wait, I think Wendell, I think he's the my favorite one that I always like to find or post on Instagram. Yes. Right. You post him a lot, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's giving uh, like Gypsy Rose. <laughs> <coughs> I love oh, Wendell. Oh my God, why did you just do that? <laughs> Born this way, I love Wendell. Gypsy Rose is all over my algorithm and now I'm... <laughs> only gonna see wendell <laughs> <laughs> and everyone who's listening and watching is now gonna get gypsy rose wendell in the <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> algorithms <laughs> ahead oh of his God. time wendell so awful. especially with the next part i'm about to read he also has a massive overbite and butt teeth <laughs> wendell is a frustrated basketball player he quit the game 
what? in the team photograph. What? He was just like, I'm done. I'm Oh, because he done. thought he was too short. Because he'd noticed in the picture, he was only as tall as the other bear's <laughs> knees. Kneecaps. Oh, Crazy. my God. It's hilarious. Uh, um, yes. So then he was all sorts of sports playing through baseball. 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 Yeah. Baseball and football. Bad and news then... bears. <laughs> yeah. And then he found his career and lashed on to Henry. oh i did not peg wendell as an athletic bear (laughs) at all me either he kind of seems like do you remember i brought up that girl in high school that like wasn't the brightest but she was really tall so she could just block all the balls in volleyball (laughs) and then like we all couldn't stand it she got added to the team and we didn't (laughs) that's how i look at him like he served a purpose somewhere and that was the only reason he was there oh wendell Oh, Wendell. Teddy Barra. The other thing about Wendell, when I look him up in Google Images, there seems to be like different versions of the costumes. I guess that happened over time. It's weird seeing the progression. Because I'm like, wait, that is him. I recognize him because I know him, you know. That might be how I was talking about. They changed him over the, yeah, the things. And they even changed their fur color. So. Wow. Interesting. (sighs) So Teddy Barra is next. She is a unique bear because she doesn't appear on the stage. Instead, she descends from the ceiling. Someone oh. on our Live at Five Year Day said, isn't there a a bear that comes down from the ceiling in the queue? And I was like, no, in the show. You're thinking about the show. But that would have been cool, too, to have like a pre-show. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I kind of like that idea. Can we add her to the pre-show, though? Um, so she has she's on a swing covered in flowers. She's very cute, and she has a she's like a brown bear, and she's wearing a violet sequined hat and a long pink boa around her neck. So she's very wow. diva bear, right? She's the diva bear. So she was discovered sitting on a Soton fountain stool in an ice cream parlor three miles from Gentry, Arkansas. From there, her rise in showbiz was meteoric. Ooh. And the ravishing beauty is known as the Jewel of the Dakotas. Oh. How cute. She's also been known to want to uh, perform some serious drama. And her fans have never let her forget the feather boa and her parasol, both of which uh, were promised by the daughters of Benton County. All these crazy backstories. I want like a... <laughs> You know, I never saw the Country Bears movie. I wonder. I was just gonna say maybe this is also part of the movie one. Yeah, I never saw. Did you not see it either? I never saw. It looked bad. Like it looked terrible. (laughs) It looked like Follow That Bird. Remember those movies? They had a a few back then where they just straight up put costumes on people. Oh no! There was like a a five-year era. It was like Follow That Bird, this movie. There was a couple others. So weird. Not to sidetrack, but Dinosaur did that, and oh my gosh, really amazing. Amazing. Jim Henson. Like, how do they do that? Yeah, yeah. I was I rewatched those as an adult now, and I'm like, how do they even do these costumes? They're really cool. I want these in the park. Like they're so neat. They are. Anyway, okay. Teddy Teddy Barra Barra Teddy Barra. She is giving me Vegas showgirl. Like she's yes. coming down from the ceiling. It's one of the breathtaking moments of the show. It's when people might go like, oh, because there's something coming. I was gonna. Say, there's something dropping from the roof it's yes. also giving me tiki what are those ladies that come oh, down yeah. from the, 
the Glee the, Club. With the white feathers. We yeah, very pretty. the Glee Club. Tiki Room. It's giving me that. It's also giving me Mariah, like, riding her sleigh. So I went on a, uh, I went to a Christmas concert. No, New Year's Eve concert once for Mariah. Madison Square Garden. She entered the arena flying on the ceiling oh on God. a sleigh with reindeer on it. <laughs> For it was a one night show. It wasn't even a tour. Like she did all that just for that. Oh, so that's what God. Teddy Bear is giving me. Like she's fabulous. Right. I was like, as long as I don't have to walk, just put me on whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fly me carry in on the me sleigh, from please. A to B. <laughs> chandelier. Let me write on the chandelier down. <laughs> yeah. Um. So next up is Ernest. Now Ernest is the brown bear who plays the fiddle. And he wears a derby hat, which is cute, and a red and polka dot or red and white polka dot bow tie. He's so cute. Um, he's well dressed and carries his wardrobe with him wherever he goes. What the heck? Um, evidently, he has like tons of trunks of clothes with him all the time, and he tries to hitchhike sometimes, and they cannot pick him up because he has all his stuff with him. Okay, that's kind of cute. <laughs> like, he'll get a ride, but he they're like, forget it. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, no, that's all yours? Yeah, that's not <laughs> happening. Um, each year when the 10 best dressed are announced, Ernest the Dude is there and wondering why he isn't on the list. Aww. <laughs> Poor Ernest. Aww. See, that's what it happens. You try too hard. You try too hard. That's right. He did try way too hard on this one. <laughs> Just be yourself and you'll make it on the list. Yeah. Uh, Terrence, his nickname is Shaker. He's a tall bear with tan fur, and he wears a hat and a yellow vest and plays a guitar. So if you've seen him, that's who he is, Terrence. And he's called the Vibrating Wreck from Nashville Tech. Oh. It's crazy. It's also interesting that a lot of these are, like, either college-educated bears or, like, (laughs) college-adjacent bears. (laughs) bears <laughs> right did not expect any of that they're like um what are those what are the schools called uh vocational schools or something what do they call where you like oh like these years? cool ones in new york city that peter parker gets to go to I'm so jealous yeah, yeah. manhattan tech and all that yeah Neat. all right so terrence um his day in nashville was short the roar of the grease paint called to him and he became an actor instead uh, he often performed with the Barrymores. Is that Drew? I love, I, Drew. I love it. I love it. B e a r r y. Love a pun. <laughs> love. A this is pun. what needs to happen when they do these Disney songs. Yes, they better keep yeah. lots of puns. <laughs> he was known throughout the Ozarks as far north as Joplin for his tent show rendition of Cyrano de Bergerac. Cyrano de Bergerac. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pun version of Cyrano de Bergerac. Oh. Clever. Oh, yeah. Clever. What is the original? It's it like that like guy. Play? play. Play guy. The playwright. Play. The, the character oh. in that play. Character in that play. Got it. Um, They said that they got he got this uh, part because he's one of the few actors who could play the part without a false nose. Oh. <laughs> And a fall from the balcony in Romeo and Juliet, Juliet literally brought down the house and ended his acting career and the stage. And he turned in his tights for a guitar. So got out of that, got into singing and playing a guitar. So. I didn't even 
I, for a second, I forgot we were talking about a bear character. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about like history of an Imagineer. So that right. was very detailed backstory for this person. These are very detailed. For the bear, I mean. <laughs> yes. Uh, next up is Trixie. Everybody loves Trixie. So she is thick, T-H-I-C-C, brown bear. <laughs> she wears a blue bow on her hair and a blue tutu around her waist. She's always holding a handkerchief. And a glass of wine. She's the one that sings, um, your tears will be the chaser to your wine. Okay. Snap, okay. Snap. I mean, these those um, are good country songs, yes, lyrics. I mean, yes. that is what country music, especially in the old days, they okay. are telling these deep, dark stories about their lives and their everyday occurrences. Their lives. Their lives. <laughs> um, and it's known that Trixie has a slight crush on Henry. Oh. Wait, who did Henry have a crush on? Was it Teddy Barra? A backstage Maybe. romance with Teddy Barra. So now oh, we have a love triangle going on in the country okay. bears. <gasps> Scandal. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Trixie is an old trooper and a veteran performer. So she's been in this for a while. And it says troop, which makes me think she was into burlesque. Just saying. Uh, okay. How cool would that yeah. be? She's got her tutu. Let's go. Um, there... Uh, what is going on in my house? Sorry, there's some very weird noise that distracted me. It sounded like an earthquake was coming. The bears <gasps> are running in. They need somewhere to hang yeah, out. The bears during the renovations. Bears. Yeah, the bears. Oh my god! So she is uh, known vicariously. No, variously. I can't read you guys. She has been <laughs> known variously as the Calgary Charmer, the Alaska Allurer. Vancouver Vamp and Bewitcher of British Columbia. Oh, and Tacoma oh. Temptress. Wow. Okay, Trixie, I see you. Um, she visited Florida and decided to stay, and now she is known as the Tampa Temptation. Oh, Tampa She's, Temptation. She spends her spare hours thumbing through the pages of her scrapbook and is planning to write a book I barely remember. <laughs> So cute. B-E-A-R Lee. <laughs> I just <Yep>. got it. <laughs> <laughs> barely remembers the title of the book. I barely remember. All right. Then we have a few other characters. We're going to save the best for last. We have the Sunset Bonnet Trio, Bunny Bubbles, and Beulah. Uh, we have the five bear rugs, which consist of Zeke, Ted, Fred, Tennessee, and baby Oscar. Um, and then we have, of course, Buff. Wait, this Melvin, is just now are. tracking now that we're talking about, there's r dead bear rugs that are alive <laughs> yeah oh interesting so. that's that's weird sad but i don't funny. think they're supposed Cute. to be that but they name themselves that oh they're not like actual on the floor i'm trying to picture no. an animatronic like on no no <laughs> like no, no, no. Flat. oh okay got it like, that would be real dark mike Jeez. yeah i was like where is that i was trying to imagine it no um buff max and melvin are the three Heads on the wall that love to be the, um, they're kind of like the three grump or the two grumpy old men in the Muppets, right? Like they have their little comments to say during the show um, and also before and after. And then Sammy, we all love Sammy. He is the little raccoon pal of Henry who hangs out in the top hat and like kind of comes out and like shares a little giggle here and there. So cute. Um, but let's go for our favorite, my favorite. And a lot of people's favorite. Big Al. Big Al is by far the largest bear of the show. He is light gray, 
or I'm sorry, he's brown with a light gray belly and wears a tan hat and a red vest. Um, now his guitar is always out of tune. It's like his whole shtick, right? Like he's got that attitude guitar and attitude voice. Um, and Big Albert says, his, oh, by the way, his full name is Albert. I've never, oh, never heard that one. You called him so by obvious, his like, full name. Thought he was going to get in trouble Al. or something. Big Albert, get in your, go to your room. Be I'm trying to find you minutes. a time out. An out of tune sound effect for Big Al. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was music in his blood and he's been playing guitar since he was a child. It's become more difficult as he's grown and the guitar hasn't. So this guitar is really small compared to his body. He's so cute. <laughs> um, however, he has an interesting background. Also, he was the first to practice ecology and he didn't litter his cave with tin tan, tin cans and paper cartons. Oh, he just ate them instead. <laughs> That's awful. Don't eat tin cans, you guys. I don't think it works that way. Uh, he was resident bard at the Balladeer. I don't know what that is. What's a what's a Balladeer? That one, I don't know. You got me there. Ballad. So he was there in the swamp before Walt Disney World was even built. So he is oh. like the oldest resident of Walt Disney World. Yep. Um, and he had a group of three badgers and an alligator that expressed great joy that he is now singing for people oh gotta have friends very very cute um so yeah so that is our group who are looking for summer jobs i was gonna say we should give them jobs but i think they should just go on a quick reunion tour like we said earlier yeah and then come back refreshed at the magic yeah. kingdom and if they get to like tour around, we could all get a chance to see them and hear their old songs one last time. Let's just make that happen in our imagination. Yes. Farewell to Grab Figment. Ask him for some help bringing this into your imagination that you got to see them at your local dive bar. How cute would that be? Like, oh, it would stop. Be. I would die. Oh, the Little Merman. If you're listening now, you should do throw some country bear songs into your yes, please. Uh, set list there. People would love that. Yes, that'd be so cute. I wonder if anybody. So I did see three women at Disney World dressed in costume for. You were with me, I think, um, as the Sunbonnet Trio. Do you remember that? Yes, 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 oh yes. Oh my yes, god, they yes, were yes. so. That's good. a cute one. Yeah, were, it's a cute costume. So good. It was like for Mickey's Halloween party or something. Um, so good. I wonder if people. Disney bound is as these characters often because they're so easy. They're just they're like pretty a, easy, right? Yeah. yeah. I am going to do it. I'll Disney bound as Ro Romeo LL McGrawl. Okay. Since I now feel uh, connected to him because of his home, <laughs> what is it? home body that doesn't is not always at home. Home body that's never home. I that's love never. it. Um, I think I will do, I was going to go with Trixie, but I think I'm going to go with Teddy Barrow. She's a little more Ooh, obvious. And some I would flair. just have to wear like what, like brown clothes and then get a boa and a hat, like the sequin hat and the boa. And, I, and I wonder if there's something boa-ish without the actual boa. What would that be? A scarf. Ooh, and it's functional. You know, right now at Disney World, it was like in the high 60s i was looking at the weather for this week it's kind of chilly it is a little chilly yeah scarf get that scarf i could cost not cost i could disney bound as her yeah yeah there you go 
Um, so that is the history and the backstories of the Country Bears as we know them. Um, we'll see what happens when we get their new act. And, and really, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for my next trip to Disney World because they will be refreshed and we'll have to see what that looks like and feels like. I, in the 45 minutes of talking about the Country Bears, have now a more deeper appreciation Aww, for this troop of misfit bears who all found each other and their weird backstories and now they're happy singing singing and entertaining that's very cute you know that's a good point you bring up and that's like a real hats off to disney fandom right because like i used to love coming to disneyland but i didn't become a disney holic until i started learning all of this stuff about like, <laughs> right. just the fine details it made it so much more entertaining and so much more um immersive right like when you hear all this other stuff i wish there was a way to just bring that to everybody but i think it would be like way too much to just like how would you do that hold people down and tell them the backstory of all the country bears and then let them watch a show and then have them on their merry way it's too much <laughs> yeah but it is fun that you could keep diving in and finding new things about disney all the time and that's what keeps it so so fun for us disney holics Walt Disney um, had said at one point, he wants you to find something new every time you come back. That is true. Yeah. That is very Aww. true. Aw. Heck of cute. Well, to wrap up our episode, I have a quick little section for inappropriate country bear lyrics because I thought this was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, there is a lot. Let's go with there's, let's go. There's some. There's actually not as many as I thought. These are the ones that I was able to like really pull up and, and see that. I'm like, mm, Okay. Um, the first one talks about literally like, like child beating <laughs> <laughs> and it's someone begging their mom to not whoop little Buford, literally. Oh, uh, well, you know what? Literally. What the heck did Lil Buford do? Doesn't matter. You can't <laughs> give him a whooping. Jeez. Give him like a 2024 whooping there. Like a talking to. That's all. <laughs> Although we all know words hurt more than anything else. So. That's true. Words then require therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it says, Mama don't whoop little Buford. Mama don't pound on his head. Mama don't whoop little Buford. I think you should shoot him instead. Oh. Shoot him with a compliment, I think. Is what they Give know. him a shot. Like, yeah. A like, shout out. <laughs> Dang, that's dark. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty sure most of these are already like parody spoofs of existing songs, country songs, yes. right? So yeah. that means that was out there like on the radio. Yeah, oh, there was so bad. <laughs> the, if you look back at the music of like the or like turn of the century up until like the 50s, it, there's some terrible wow. stuff. I think you should shoot him instead. Wait, first of all, you didn't sing it. Mama don't whoop Lil Buford. <laughs> I actually don't know what song how that goes. <laughs> there won't be any singing today. Well, maybe for this next one. The next song uh, mentions being turned on, which is just a little sexy for the country bearers, but it's pretty funny. Um, and it uses a term here that we currently use a lot. Every time I meet a guy who gets me shook. Okay, nothing is original these days. <laughs> They've been saying shook way back then and it must have like gone away. And then I it came back. back. Wow. Wow. I love it. Shook. 
how often like, do all our friends say that all the time? I hear everyone saying <laughs> I was shook. shook. Was shook. Had me shook. Oh okay, every time I meet a guy who gets me shook, all I ever get from him's a dirty look. It's the same way every time, or the same way everywhere I found, all the guys that turn me on turn me down. Classic. All Classic. the guys that turn me on turn me down. It. That's the song. Um, does it say anything else in the second verse? Nothing works for me that I've found. It's the same way everywhere I see. Nothing ever seems to work for me. So that one's fine. It's like the... a Tinder app commercial or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Lastly, there's um the famous blood on the saddle reference from Big Al, right? So that's <laughs> always like, what does that even mean? Uh, uh, but it says there's blood on the saddle and blood all around and a great big puddle of blood on the ground. It's just it's Okay, like so I went down the rabbit hole on this one just oh, for God, tell us more. For our sakes and our listeners' sakes. Okay, because this is the one that's the most disturbing. Because it's just yes. so visceral and visual. Blood on the saddle. It's also vague enough to like let you go <sighs> way too far with your It could go to so many things. So uh, the best place to go to find out what other Disney people are saying is Reddit. And yes. on Reddit, there are so many interpretations. And then I found out the real one. But let me start with oh, the, God, this the, is great. Tell me the rabbit hole. <laughs> it's going down this rabbit hole about uh, young women coming into adulthood. Yeah. Uh, which is why I made that turning red reference earlier. And so I was going with it. I was like, oh, okay, that's still gross and weird. And not gross b- because of having the period, but gross because it's like on the seat and they're talking about it and singing it in a show so you're like okay i was like it was back then i don't know and then people were like correcting those people and saying no 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 it's a real song by somebody named i think it's tex ritter i had it just yeah his name is tex ritter a real country song that says that stuff which was then played in a, a western movie for cowboys who they're shooting each other and it's just the blood of the cowboy and i don't know why that's uh. totally better I feel, I'm more comforted. I'm like, oh, it's just a, a cowboy. <laughs> it's just dead people. <laughs> but that reminds me of like, you know, those old movies. That's what happened. They got shot. There's blood on the saddle. So that's what he was singing about. And then even cooler, Disney got the actual Tex Ritter to perform that song as the bear during the performance. So there you go. Full circle. And so it is funny. meant to be about cowboys and a shootout and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I guess that one is weird because... First of all, any female would know that song is not about periods because there's no way there's going to be a great big puddle. That just doesn't happen no matter what. No, but but it's a, this is the point of view of a guy yes. singing it, right? Exactly. Just like the Bible is also written like we're trying to throw rocks at you just for your poor period. It's awful. <laughs> it's this a bear's record. do what naturally happens. Right. Recollection. Um, that you have literally no control of, and you would literally give probably everything to not have to have it. <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that's also weird, though, that you now that I know that that is what it's about, about just a, like a cowboy being shot or hurt or whatever, it's like not funny. So like the fact that Big Al is singing <laughs> it so funny is like, a little off-putting too yeah. but it's kind of funny it's just and weird. my guess is based on what i was reading both on reddit and like articles about this and wikipedia it the what was entertaining at the time was that the silly bear was singing a pop song 
Right. Yeah. That's so yeah. crazy to think about. But to us, it's just hit, like, oh, he it's just the bear did a song. Bad job yeah. performing <laughs> yeah. this popular song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Interesting wow. times. Look at it. one ride. You don't make that many changes, and it means something different depending on when you watch it the first time. Right. Huh. So those are really the only huh. really ones that are still in the show that were found as offensive, quote unquote. But. Um, I'm going to end with one of my favorite things that just happened right before I was about to record. I told my brother I was recording about Country Bear Jamboree because we used to go all the time when I was little with my family. And he dropped a quote from Country Bears. My brother hasn't even been to Disneyland since, like at all, since I think the last time he went with us was in like 2005 or something. So he hasn't even been to Disneyland in forever. And he definitely hasn't been to Disney World since at least the 90s. So he dropped a quote, and that's just how well the country bears will stick with people who used to go. And he says, don't forget your belongings and your husband's too. <laughs> he said, just like him. I was like, oh, my God, he remembers the, like, exit, the exit spiel of exit. the ride. That's Henry who says that? The MC? No, it's um, Max and Melvin and Buff. Like, they're talking on oh. the talking heads, right? Yeah. I thought that was great. That, like, kind of made my day a little bit. So, yes, lots of history and fun times singing along with the Country Bears. If you are there when they reopen or you go back after they reopen, give them a watch. Go sit in that theater, slap your knees, tap your toes, sing along, give them the the support, be the cheerleader like Mike was, and get everybody loving the Country Bears. So thanks for joining us in in all the history of all the backstories that you may have never known about the Country Bears. We hope you enjoyed episode 174 of the Disneyholics show. Follow us on social media at the Disneyholics. And if you want to get in touch, send us a DM on Instagram or contact (laughs) contact us at (laughs) thedisneyholics.com. I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) You're okay, bye, and scene.